Coffee Sketch Podcast is our take on the intersection of old tech and new tech, the space between the traditional practice of the hand-drawn sketch that has been performed by architects and designers for centuries, and the modern-day use of the hashtag as a representation of a sentiment or a movement. Each week, we plan to deliver a new pod about our ideas, sketches, and what's going on in our daily lives as we pursue our love of architecture, design, and sharing this knowledge with the next generation. I'm Kurt, and I'm in Flint. And I'm Jamie, and I'm in Austin. Hey, Jamie. How's it going? How are you? Are you crying yet? Are you crying? Are you crying? <laughs> Not yet, sir. Game's on Sunday. Okay. Lions, Lions to be victors. No. That I will. They will be tears of joy. No. No, it's going to be. I'm sorry. You know, Niners, buddy. So. Well, we'll we'll still be friends, right? I hope. Yeah, yeah. We could still. It, it's all. It's just. It's the sports. It's okay. It's a the classic. It will become a classic rivalry at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> what what else? What else is what's been going on? I, I had, are you wearing? I had are you still wearing the mittens? Are you wearing the mittens? No. Okay. That was green room stuff, man. We're in the show. It's professional all the way. Always. (laughs) We haven't done a weather update in a while on the podcast. This is episode 145, folks. Season six, meaning year six. We don't do those like, let's call 10 episodes in the middle of the year a season. What's that all about? So we've been doing this for a while. So how how is it in Flint? You know, actually... Judging by the, the 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 beanie that I'm wearing, it would look like it's much colder than it is. But it's actually it's actually in the upper 30s today with with rain after a whole week of five degrees. So climate change, go figure, right? So it's warmed up, but you know, honestly, with these this old house, yeah, you know, I got I got the this old house thing going on. When it's like in the 40s. You know, those t- it's hard for the furnace doesn't actually know what to do because there's that heat exchange between the indoor and the outdoor, you know. And so these, <clears throat> what, what they, well, normally it would be like fall, spring, you know, kind of temperature, those shoulder seasons, as they say, some people say, when, when, you know, the indoor, temp- indoor temperature of the house is still like, makes me want to put a hat on you know what does a shoulder season mean is that like a like a garment thing like i want to reveal my shoulder or not i'm not sure what i I think i think it has to do with uh like those in between you know the fall spring tank is not convinced that this is that this is all like a colloquial she calls bs yeah exactly well you're just you are you are more direct than i she got me you know. Yeah. No, I. I I'll, she's I'll, an old, I, She's a little older. I just. I try and be sensitive oh, with the language yeah. around her. So. Happy birthday, Tink. Thirteen. Yes. Thirteen. She's but, still. Yeah. She's still like a puppy. So. How's the weather down there? I bet you it's about the same temperature as is up here. We actually. We are in. Like we actually warmed up suddenly, but it had been awfully cold for a while, and 
you know, kind of almost un, no, I shouldn't say unseasonably cold. It's Texas. You know, who knows? Texas doesn't know. Texas is a little drunk, like on the weather, you know, this time of year. So I will tell you, though, a week ago. So a week ago. Yeah, a week ago today. I was on the road for work and started my day. It was a day trip, but a really long day trip with my team. So started my day here in Austin. It was a nice, you know, balmy 32, three year, you know, or so. And then, you know, we started our day really, really early. Got in the car, started driving, went and visited a city southeast of here. And by the afternoon, when we were done doing our kind of workshop lecture portion of the presentations, we did sort of a walking tour. And of course, it was a nice 72 degrees outside when we were doing our walking tour. Yeah. So like, you know, and then, you know, by the time I got home, it was, you know, starting to drop again, but yeah, like a 40 degree difference and I hadn't really gone anywhere. So crazy. That's, yeah, that's, that's extreme swing. Yeah. In one day. And planning for, planning for winter ending in summer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So no, it's, I think it's uh, like mid fifties today and you know, I think we're going to hover around here, you know, in the 40s to 60s for the next couple of days. So, you know, like, which is a pretty typical like Texas winter time, you know, and then moving into spring. But you know, we certainly could drop again and do all the craziness and whatever. But <laughs> last week on Thursday, that was that was, you know, pure Texas drunk weather. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's chalk chalk it up to climate change. Um, and, and all the, un, un, I don't know how to even describe it. It's just, yeah, unpredictable, unpredictable weather. So, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, for a week that was in, I mean, I'll, the last thing I'll say on weather, I mean, it, it, it just to, to, I guess, illustrate climate change, you know, for Michigan to go from two, four, six, you know, degrees, you know, yeah. To 40, it was like almost 40 today. And like, that's, that's not normal. You know, 40 is not normal for January in Michigan. You know, it should be around 25, 30, you know, 40 degrees too much. Anyway, <clears throat> can't explain it. So all that to say is that you got to pay attention to the thermostat. So what's in the cup, Jamie? Your... It's the Timmies. We've gone back to the Timmies. <laughs> I, I I passed by Tim Hortons the other day after, I guess, the last time we, we recorded. Maple <clears throat> glazed. That's all I got to say. Hey, I can agree with that on you. Or I can agree with you on that. As the, you know, we can't agree on football, but we can agree on. We can agree on the maple glaze. I mean, that, (laughs) I don't, I think like you could, you can have your eye on anything else in that location. You could be like, I need a cup of coffee or I need like a breakfast sandwich or whatever, whatever you, I just need a restaurant. Like I'm like, I'm stopping at the Timmy's for, to go, you know, whatever, but get in that door and, you know, 
those maple glazed donuts are just talking to you. Mm-hmm. You don't need just, yeah, just, just just one, just one, just one. What about but the Timbits? You know, a little. Yeah, well, I know, holes. I know, I, I I know, I know where we are. So you can get a ten of ten of ten in a box, twenty. <laughs> I'm just saying, like someone, you know, put the rumor in my feed of something. I don't remember which channel. Maybe it was the actual news, but they said that Tim Hortons was planning a location in in Texas and in Austin. And you know, lo and behold, we don't have it yet, or I'm not aware of it. So. Someone was lying to me. Was it? Wasn't me? No. I'll tell you that. I'm not a liar. <laughs> but but I will tell you. My first thing I get when I go to that Timmy's <clears throat> is going to be maple glaze. Yes, maple glaze. I, uh, I I wouldn't blame you. You know, I love a donut. Love a good donut. Yeah, me too. I I mean, I'm not a sweets person, but you know, there's a couple things that are just sort of, you know, there you, you gotta. You gotta, have, sweets, you gotta have something. So you know, yeah. speaking of sweets, this this guy Jamie shared an old picture of us in New Orleans at Cafe Du Monde. Oh yes, having one of the most fantastic beignets ever. Oh my God, there was so much powdered sugar, it looked like a mountain of snow. Did it make you just smile just seeing that? Like, yeah, yeah. I miss. Uh, as messy as that snack was, I mean, you pick that and, thing up and it's just powdered sugars all over your everywhere. And hella good care. coffee, hella good. Oh coffee. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Too bad we can't go back under the same no committee no. work. We'll no. have to find another excuse to go back. <laughs> yeah, that would be worth it for sure. It was a nice walk, especially in February. It was like a February trip, so it wasn't too bad. Yeah, nice and warm. Anyway, there, there was something else I was going to bring up, and I, I kind of forgot. But I guess for me, <clears throat> I am still working through the French roast bag of coffee that I had, but I just picked up another rootless bag of damn fine cup of coffee, Ooh. the OG, because you can never go wrong with the the original so it's probably going to happen tomorrow you know <clears throat> first in first out gotta gotta finish what i've started so i don't know what that meant but it sounded <laughs> sounded for anyone, for anyone who's ever worked in a supermarket first in first out it, it means the you know you, it's how you keep the 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 dates in line right you worked in a supermarket you know, oh yeah as a as a, as a high schooler yeah I've worked Stocking at Target, shows, running I, the cash yeah. register and all that. Same, but Target. So before they had, I never super- taught you the first in, first out, the FIFO. No. I didn't <laughs> know that. No, no. I just remember the guy that like was working there and had been there for a few years and liked to sleep in the in the stock room. Like, <laughs> he had sort of made his own little nest. Amid- There's a movie that they they like live in the in the racks of shows. I didn't I didn't ask, you know, I didn't I didn't ask, you know, other employees like whether or not they, they this was a like a like a like a trend, like a constant thing or a new thing or 
like just a really bad Thursday or what, but. <laughs> wow. That was a, a strange tangent that we just went on, but. Yeah. <laughs> always, we always with us. Like it way. was funny was, you know, we, we were talking with a friend and, and they were asking us, I don't know if it was you or if, it, you know, I think it was the prompt to me, but it's like, Jamie, you know, what's, what's something that Kurt doesn't know about you? And, and I was like, Ooh, you know, but yeah. So there's, there's one that you didn't know about me. Target. Yeah. Target. Yeah. Target. Yeah. <laughs> is that, is that the uh, universal pronunciation? Oh, it totally is. I mean, Target. Yeah. I mean, and it's, what's fun is that like, when I go back and see my folks, I, I've, I've, you know, I'll, at, at Christmas time, I, I took my dad over there because like we were we had to get some stuff like last minute. And as we're driving over, I was like, Dad, you remember when I used to work here? He's like, Oh yeah, like you had some weird experiences. And I'm like, Yeah. He's like, So yeah. Did they were they unionized? Oh, no. Well, I don't know. I mean, I I did all my all my supermarket work in Connecticut, and I. And I, yeah, that's, I was, the, that's the point, Kurt, right? So there's like a thing, right, in the U.S. Like there's like a line, right? Mm -hmm. And all the things that a lot of, yes, there are a lot of lines. And a lot of the things that you're talking about don't exist in a certain part of the country. South of that line. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, it is kind of different worlds. And even for this Canadian. Hats coming on. I was, saying, I was saying, even for this Canadian, you know, those weird. <laughs> There's a lot of lines you cross. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, well, any, well, we don't need to, we don't need to get into labor relations and all that stuff because now. But okay, so back to your supermarket my... though. Did you also have like those couple people on the staff who were like also the designated like plant security people? Like who were like they were plain clothed, but they were in the store. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, and they, you know, those were always yeah, the sketchiest yeah. people, though. Like, yeah. you know, when you, I'm they high always school, had like some sort of tactical flashlight or something, right. and it's like uh, you're giving yourself away, even though you're wearing yeah. like a, a a beige polo and and blue jeans. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> like you're like 16 years old, you're working at this store. And you're like, you're going through all the training stuff and they're like, oh, and Joe and Jill and Bob over here. Yeah. They're going to be around. And you're like, are they security? Because they look like security. And they're like, no, no, no. But they're wearing jeans and whatever. And, but then they've got that, like you said, like that tactical lamp, like stuck in their back pocket. They're ready to, I don't know what they're doing with it, but. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that I totally forgot. What a funny! We're we're hitting all kinds of highlights from yeah, yeah. Uh, from from the way ago. back. Yeah. Pointing, so pointing what's 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 fun for me now is like <clears throat> when I'm shopping by myself and I have no schedule. Like I have, I don't need to be anywhere. Like I will admit, in my old age, that where I'm reminiscing in my own brain. I'll be in that Target or a similar store here in Austin, and I'll be like, you know, that's a plane. I, I started trying to pick them. Out. 
I'm gonna go do that now because I it's just, totally it's forgot about that. It's 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 like it's like your own video game in your brain. Although, so. you know, you know, Danielle used to do some retail work, and and they used to, they, she used to watch people put stuff in their purses, you know, because she did Sephora, you know. Yeah. And and they and they were like, just let them go, just let them go. Not so they're, not, they're just the maybe the policy might have changed in certain you know yeah but. I, I bet at that supermarket or that target if somebody made it out the door with like and that buzzer went off those those oh yeah complaint um, they were waiting they'd been they're waiting dashing. they were dashing well, they, they also had like weeks. those tactical boots too that's how you yeah. also knew so oh, they had they, traction they were waiting for weeks for that <laughs> one moment like their one moment in the sun I, I I remember working one time one at least once where I saw them chase somebody out the door you know and then call the cops and all that you know anyway that's a it's like a a, a very old memory that Jamie just unearthed yeah. it's totally <laughs> it's totally dumb but it has nothing to do with the sketch that we're going to talk about today God no not no. not necessarily we we or uh, the coffee. Or anything else of of maintaining a, a thread of of thought, but you know that's okay. It, there and there is absolutely no transition at this point. So but yeah, so, so that's <laughs> that's what you're saying is like may, maybe we should just move on to yeah. uh, talk. Yeah. Oh, well, we're we're going to focus on <clears throat> just one sketch here. So I mean, but <clears throat> but it is worth noting that our friend Tink. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Furry, furry friend of the podcast. Yes. Has been memorialized in a sketch because it is her birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Tink. She's probably dying for the episode to be over. Yeah, right? she's she's a pretty girl. She's very good. Very good girl. So she's but, also ready ready for this to be over. Yeah, so we can go do other stuff. Her. Yeah. yeah. A, little, a little Jamie and Tinkerbell time. Yeah. So, so to support the birthday of Tinkerbell and you know and all of those wishes, we can dive into. So, so we're we're on we're just after Martin Luther King Day. You know, timing wise, you know, it's, it's not our forte, but we're always, you know, there's always a sketch from Jamie around the MLK holiday, or. Could it be, is it called a holiday? I don't want to sound inside. I mean, it's a, because, you know, all the national what, what, holidays. Yeah, I mean, it's a federal holiday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. But, you know, like holiday is usually, I don't know, I associate with But that I mean, it's memorializing, you know. Memorializing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's memorializing like an individual of. Extreme note. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Regardless of forget what Kurt said, you know. But so Jamie, Jamie recreated. Well, not recreated necessarily, but uh, you know, has an, a new sketch of the the MLK statue, which, which is in. This is the one in DC, right? The newer one. Yeah, this is in DC on the on the right, and it's really it's so. This is sort of two sketches, you know, and. I think, you know, we, we talk about process a lot and, and this was a situation where I, I, I've done the one on the right before 
and I tried to do this one in a in a different mode and different style than I have done before for it. So it this is the actual memorial on the right, and you know it's it's one that I visited multiple times. I love, but you know, I think that. I was thinking about that day or thinking, you know, on that day, and this was drawn on that day, but I was thinking about it also in relationship to our words and sort of our, you know, sort of discussion of things, you know, related to, you know, kind of where we are, what we've been thinking about, what we've been thinking about projecting into the, into the new year. And, you know, for those who, you know, want to go down the rabbit hole on, you know, art, architecture, controversy. In a previous podcast, we've talked about the Martin Luther King statue, the most recent one, the one in Boston, which I think is, I think honestly is, is, is a remarkable statue. And, and I, I got to, got to visit it last year, felt very fortunate to be able to kind of, you know, spend in, and appropriately spend some time in that space. And there was a lot of criticism of it because of its abstraction and, and, and the way it was sort of rendered but a lot of folks don't realize is that also this uh, monument in D.C., Washington, D.C., on the mall, also had some controversy associated with it. Uh, and I think it's – it. I bring it up from the standpoint of this particular sketch renders the profile of Dr. King kind of coming out of the mountain and – or a part of that mountain and sort of very stoic and stately and strong and, you know, but – it's a, it's a really really interesting rendering of him, and on the side of it, there's these striations. And every time I draw this, I try and draw the striations differently, trying to render them in a different kind of way. This time, I was really deliberate about trying to render the whole image with some striations. You know, kind of leaning on that idea of the, the sky and the ground, and how I do those um, in a very sort of stylized way. I buffered the two sky versus ground with this um, kind of scribble of the environment that surrounds this memorial on the mall. So like there's these, you know, beautiful outcroppings of some trees and vegetation that sort of almost sort of, you know, you have to go and find it. You know, it's, it's not hard to find, but you, you kind of go on a little path to go find it. And, and part of it is that they wanted you to enter the space in a very particular way. And that's a very architecture-y type thing to be talking about architecture-y. I haven't done, I haven't used that word in a while. Yeah, um, okay. But it's, but it's because of this quote. And it's, you know, out of the mountain of despair, a stone of hope. It's this cut, you know you know, that's rendered in the monument itself. And, and that pathway is really, really deliberate and really important, both to the, the monument itself and the memory and sort of the things it's supposed to evoke, but also the space itself. And so every time I draw this, I try and do it a little different, trying to think about uh, what it means to be in that space. I've drawn it in person before, you know, these, this one in particular was done by, from a photo that I had, but. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it, it's nice because it's it's a little more zoomed out. Like some of the older, the earlier or previous sketches of this monument that you've done that we've talked about are, are a little more zoomed in detail 
or a sort of a, a vignette in a way, <clears throat> which would you know, just sort of kind of push in a little closer. So getting, gathering the context and the, the way you described like the scribbling of the trees and the landscape beyond in between, you know, the, the layers of the sky and the ground and, and the, the, the nature of the stone. <clears throat> and, it, you know, your point on the approach is, is something that got my attention because I am always trying to explain to my students about the, you know, the buildings they design don't sit, you know, well, they don't sit on a generic rectangle of land. You know, there's always a context. And, the, and then your design shouldn't stop at the edge of the property line or the edge of the building from interior to exterior. It, it has to, it needs to show how you're addressing, you know, the properties or roads or, you know, the adjacent parts, you know, things that are adjacent to the building. And, and choreographing the approach is, is that's your chance. You know, if you don't, if you don't think through those things, you know, then there, there's really no, you have no chance to sort of prescribe a path and, and not that you always, you have full control, but you at least have an, an opportunity to like identify a particular, you know, approach to, to the building. Well, and, 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 I, and this I like, is a sculpture, but um, right. Yeah. I like the, I like that you use the word choreograph because I think that that's, you know, it. To me, when someone uses the word choreograph and the fact that you just did it, the minute I hear that, I think about movement. You know, because it to me, it's it's going to like my penchant for ballet and dance and music and things like that, and and trying to understand that you know, how that works and how that's an inspiration for things. But like you're, like you're describing it, it's, it's an opportunity to choreograph, you know, this experience for folks, you know, in a particular space, you know, you're creating a place like arguably, you know, you've been hired, you know, tasked, whatever with this particular building space monument in this location okay here's my parameters this is where i'm i'm setting this thing but you're doing yourself a disservice like you're describing if you don't think about how does someone get there you know which way are they coming to this place what am i giving them glimpses of and and are there there's extra things that i can impart in that experience to them or try to, you know, and I think that that's the whole thing. We're all sort of seeking that as, as designers, creatives, whatever. And I, I think this, this in particular is really successful. What I didn't say in my sort of lead up to this was the controversy associated with this monument was that there was another quote that ended up being removed and, and it was removed, um, because it was a partial quote and it really didn't gather the full context. It wasn't that it was, it wasn't that the meaning was off, but it didn't convey and didn't really associate itself at the end of the day 
with this this one that I'm rendering here, where it has the power of the words working with the sculpture, working with the choreographing of the spaces that you're talking about. And I think in the end, you know, <clears throat> wiser eyes said, eh, maybe, maybe we need to, you know, not just recarve the quote in its entirety or something like that, but maybe we just need to remove it altogether. Wow. Wow. Did they chisel it off or something? Like the, the the artist chiseled it off. It ended wow. up coming back and 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 removing it. Well, that's pretty interesting. It, you know, that's a other. I mean, aside from the controversy, like the just the tectonic, you know, the technical task of of, of editing editing a finished product, which normally as architects, you know, as, as a building. You, you know, you don't, <clears throat> we don't get into that level of revision in real, in real space or the real thing, but kind of interesting. I mean, you know, it's a sculpture, right? So there's right there's differences and things like that, but yeah. I was curious, what did you think about these two sketches when you saw them sort of side by side? Because the other one is drastically different. I haven't done one like this in a long time, or at least posted one like this in a long time. What sort of thoughts, musings, my co-host curator? <laughs> well, the pencil, the the pencil, the line weight work of the sketch on the right, which is the sculpture, is just great. Actually, I did you know, like we talked about my doing this sketch thing with my systems students, and they are. Yeah, I, I actually challenged them to do a contour line last week. So it was a lot, a lot of fun. So there's some contour going on. I mean, you, you've got some nuance and finesse to it. But the left, my, my dog, Ellie, is being annoying and actually scratching at the door, which never is a thing. So do I ignore or do I power on? <laughs> I think you power through this quick analysis and then... yeah. We're, we're so close. We're yeah, we're close to, close to tying tying a nice bow on it. Thank you, Ellie. <laughs> so, but yeah, when I I noticed the 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 drawing on the left is a lot more rendered, and I zoomed in a little bit, but you, down below you can see you know which is always fun. You always post, you show your tools implements that it, within the sketch too. So you know you get some pastel or Conte crayon on top of a uh, pencil and you know just the the texture in the left sketch is just really bold and <clears throat> it, it's it, it's actually not something it, like you said you know not something you've done recently but actually doesn't look a lot like your sketching your normal sketches because it has this extra layer of, of, of material or I guess the, you know, the various colored, colored pastels or crayon. What is it? Conte? Conte. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. I, I love that you say it doesn't like that. You're sort of struggling to say like, I haven't seen you do this in a long time yeah. because it, it's true. I, I think what I had a moment moving between, and then both of these are done in the same setting. So, or the same sitting so I did the I did the one on the right first and had thought to myself, 
if I'm up for it, I'm going to try and do a portrait profile of King, but render it with completely different implements. And, you know, the, the, the monument itself has this, you know, stylized, it's all one, it's all one material, you know, the, the, the mountain, the man, all of it is carved in stone. So it's all one material. So everything that you're seeing in terms of the, the rendering techniques in pencil is it's, it's intended to evoke shade and shadow. It's, it's not about actual texture or, or anything else. And what I thought to myself was like, okay, I can do that. And that sort of, you know, figure field, you know, monument idea. Can I in, in the same breath sort of switch gears and say, let me try and render it this more like a portrait and try and get real hues, you know, highlights on the skin, highlights on his eyelids and his nose and, you know, all these things that you see that when you see a, a portrait rendered in sort of a Conte crayon or a pastel, there's a, a multitude of layers to those colors that we associate, you know, with a portrait mm-hmm. and kind of the, you know, that make it feel like it's jumping off the page, that there's some life behind Aww. that. And, you know, where it's not a, where it's not a memorial, where it's not a monument. It's definitely yeah. more for, a, I don't know if it, you know, lack of a better term, but it's a painterly, right. It has a lot more of a painted, painted layered effect. And like you said, yeah, pops or jumps off the page a little bit more because of the, so the, did you take, is that, how long did that one take? Oh, the one on the left was probably, that was probably me sitting with it for another. So the one on the, the one on the right is that's 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. The one on the left is another half an hour. And where, and some of that is, is me just sort of sitting there staring at it too, honestly, painterly. That's, I think you, you hit the term on the head. I mean, that's, that's better than I was able to describe it a minute ago. So I, I like that. Oh, well, that's why, that's why we're here. But no, <laughs> I, I didn't, I mean, to me, it didn't seem like exactly, but, but it, at least it's the best term I could come up with that kind of describes the, the difference between say the sketch, sketch form that you're, that we, we see a little more regularly. And so it's, it's, it's beautiful portrait i guess as you described it a lot of energy in it and so a lot of saturation i guess but light and dark and things like that so yeah it's just both great for for the year of or the, the this year's version of the mlk uh sketch which yeah thanks i i i got nothing else to you render yeah, I, I, I painterly stop on painterly and that's it we're good Thanks, buddy. Well, that's the good part. We can edit that part out. All right. (laughs) So let me find the right button there. Thank you for listening. We both hope that you enjoyed this episode of Coffee Sketch Podcast. Our theme music is provided by my brother who goes by at Cold Fashioned on Instagram and Twitter. 
our podcast is hosted at coffeesketch.buzzsprout.com. Find more show notes and information from this episode. And finally, if you like what you heard, please rate us on iTunes and share us with your friends. Thank you.